Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Post 20 Podcast. This is part two of episode 153. If you guys haven't listened already, uh, head to part one where Evan gave his takes on the upcoming fixtures for the first matches of October. Um, Listen to all of his picks and dialed in on how I should run this episode, so it'll be a brief one. But I'm not alone. Um, I managed to get Zach on here. Zach, how we feeling? Good, good. I'm ready for the Prem to to uh, come back. Yeah, I'm absolutely been fiending for it. Obviously, Chelsea uh, postponed their last game against Liverpool due to the the Queen's passing and that. Um, our records right now. Just a reminder. Going into this week, Evan is 29 and 38. I am 34 and 33, and Zach, you are 33 and 34. So uh, we're both right there around that 500 area. Evans needs uh, to make up a lot of ground. Um, unfortunately for you, Zach, your 7 and 0 Arsenal pick didn't go as planned in the last fixtures. How are we feeling about that one? Yeah, it's because they came up against Brentford. Yeah, so Evan has gotten. Evan's only team he hasn't gotten a game right with is Leeds. He's 0-6. Um, I've gotten one right for everybody at least once. And then you are 0-7 with Brentford. So um, I think this is the week for you with Brentford. I hope so. All right. So I guess getting right into it for you guys. Um, we're starting off hot. 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. North London Derby. Arsenal against Spurs. Uh, looking into this game, Arsenal have won their last six home home games in the Prem, uh, and as well as they're unbeaten in 26 of their last 28 home matches against Spurs. Tottenham have won eight of their last 10 Prem games, um, and then we've seen Arsenal have scored at least two goals in five of their last six home matches against Arsenal. The last two meetings last season Arsenal won the first at the Emirates 3-1 to and then the reverse fixture Tottenham won 3-0 um, at Hotspur at uh, the Hotspur Stadium which secured them pretty much a top four finish over Arsenal um, I go, going right into the deep end Zach how do we feel about this game here attacking wise I think I like Tottenham a little more as of late but looking at the recent fixture list uh, usually the home team comes out on top regardless whether it was one or two goal margin so i'm gonna go with uh my pick here i'm gonna go arsenal at home getting the getting the win here yeah cool for spurs injury wise ben davies larissa and kulisovsky are all dealing with a bit of injuries coming off international break um for arsenal Partey's coming back with a bit of an issue um as well as tyranny's coming back from a concussion so there's a bit of injuries on both sides, but I, I think likewise. I'm with Arsenal here. I think the home dog always has the advantage in this particular matchup. Um, I was surprised Evan went with a draw. Um, for obvious reasons, you have to really bank on Harry Kane. and Son, after that last game against Leicester, you know he's going to come in hot to here. So uh, I'm right there with you there with Arsenal. I feel like this is a this is a um, match that will really, really set the tone on whether they're for real or not this year. Okay, moving on, we have Bournemouth hosting Brentford here. Um, right off the bat, I saw this game and I knew right away what I was going with. I'm going with Brentford here. Um, Evan did as well. I, I'm not. I think the the unbeaten streak here for O'Neill as the interim manager for Bournemouth ends. I think Brentford are strong enough here with Tooney coming back from his first call to England. Um, I think Damsgaard needs to get more involved into the team. He's been a bit of a lackluster kind of player as so far. 
um, as well as the back line. The back line's been dealing with a lot of issues, um, conceding goals. Bournemouth's a team that doesn't have a lot of creative attack going forward. So I think this is the perfect bounce back after that Arsenal defeat. I'm just going to go with the crowd here uh, for Brentford. So if I lose, then it's it's destined that I don't get Brentford games right. Yeah, I don't know. Bournemouth's always been a bit of a tricky one as of lately since Scotty P left. So anything is possible. But um, yeah. Sticking with the crowd here, I'm going Brentford. I like Tooney. Yeah, I think Tooney's a big shout here in this game in particular. He's probably odds on favorite. Maybe in Buemo to squeak one in. And uh, Bournemouth have seen under two and a half goals in their last three home matches against Brentford. Um, on the other side, there have been over two and a half goals scored in nine of Brentford's last 11 games. So um, in this particular matchup, Bournemouth struggle a bit scoring, whereas Brentford over the last nine have, um, like I said, have been conceding a lot of goals. So should be an interesting match. Uh, we move on to probably the most, the second biggest, or I guess third biggest game in my opinion, but first, biased-wise, would be Crystal Palace hosting Chelsea. The first Prem match under Graham Potter here. Got to go with Chelsea here. The the new formation, the, the manager bounce back. It's, everything's on here. I think it's it's deemed a Chelsea win. And, and we always handle Crystal Palace well. They're always big scoring games in our favor. So I got to rock it with the boys. Yeah, I'll stick with Chelsea here. I think they'll be fired up. Their new manager, I would hope. Yeah, I would hope. I mean, obviously, his first match in charge, they drew Salzburg 1 1. Disappointing result. Um, for this matchup in particular, Chelsea have won their last 10 against Palace in all comps, keeping six out of keeping six clean sheets out of their last eight meetings against Crystal Palace. Um, as well as Chelsea have scored at least two goals in six of their last seven meetings against Palace. So, this is a strong matchup for us. We played them a total of 26 times, winning 20 of them. So uh, this seems like one of the major locks of the week, if I had to say. All right, we move to uh, another match in London. Fulham, who are really off to a great start, hosting Newcastle, who seem like they can't get a win. Uh, five draws out of their seven this year. Um, the last time these guys played was back in May of 2021, and Newcastle caught a 2-0 win at Craven Cottage. So um, what are we feeling here for this match, Zach? I think it'll be a low scorer. I know Newcastle has no Isak for at least two to three weeks. Yeah. Since he picked up an injury off international break, Gimaraes is injured, but I think he's good to start here. Uh, I say low scoring. I think Newcastle edges it out. Callum Wilson will be coming back. Yeah. Showing his value. Yeah. Gamares will be available. They're saying Callum Wilson also will be available. No St. Max and Isak, as you mentioned. So I think they're still going to struggle without St. Max. So I'm going to go with a draw. Okay, we move on. Liverpool hosting Brighton. This will be interesting to see how Brighton um, reacts now that Graham Potter and his staff has left. Um, with all that going down, it'll be interesting to see what the game plan is moving forward, if they continue in that similar fashion, or um, maybe they change things up. But I think Liverpool will be a little too much. Um, I know Evan did say on the bet both teams to score. I think that's a strong shout. Um, no Andy Robertson in this match um, picked up a bit of a knock 
uh, in the Champions League, and also he missed the last international game over this past break. So Schmickes will probably come in, and obviously they have their whole midfield issues going on. So I, th I still back Liverpool here. I do as well. That's all. Yep. This all right. is Liverpool at home. They're going to be strong. True. Okay. Uh, we go to a more tricky game, I guess. We go Southampton hosting Everton. Right to you. What is our feeling here? This fixture goes back and forth, left and right. Could be any of the three results. I have been liking Everton so far. They've just gotten unlucky with the amount of draws they've had this year. Southampton is Southampton. They're going to be having interesting results all year, whether it's taking points off top six or dropping points to a bottom six. I think at home here, they shock Everton by giving them a defeat. So you're going with Southampton? Saints? Yes. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Everton have failed to win 19 of their last 20 away matches in the league. Um, they've had under two and a half goals scored in their last five matches. And Southampton have won five of their last six home meetings against Everton. So, And Jordan Pickford is making a return here. He will be available. Unfortunately, Everton pick up another injury in the back line with Nathan Peter Patterson. Excuse me. Picked up an injury, which will have him out for the next four to five weeks um, leading to the World Cup. So that they're without him, Holgate, Mina, and Godfrey. So... Um, it's going to be very bare bones back there. Um, so it should be interesting to see going forward for Southampton how much they can open them. So I think the Saints as well as you. Um, I think that's a clear one for me. Uh, finally, the last match on the Saturday schedule, 12.30 Eastern time. We have West Ham hosting Wolves. Both of these teams struggling to start the year. Uh, there have been under two and a half goals scored in six of West Ham's last seven in the league. On the flip side, Wolves have failed to win 13 of their last 14 matches. Both teams really struggling in the league. Both teams struggling to score. Zach, what does the game read? I like low scoring. Yes. A lot of shots, but low scoring. I'm leaning in West Ham's favor at home here. Yeah, once again, I'm with you there. The last two meetings have been 1-0 results going in opposite directions uh, to the home team. So I think as well, I'm going to go with the Hammers. Uh, for Wolves, No Jimenez and Nathan Collins is dealing with a suspension after picking up that red card in the City game, which will have him out the next three. Um, so they're going to have to fill in that role, which is somebody that's not up to match, sharp, match sharpness. So I think West Ham here by two potential uh, now we go to the arguably the biggest game, um, Man the Manchester Derby, Man City hosting Manchester United. Um, do you want me to read off any stats, or do you have a, a general idea of where you want to go? I've thought about this one for a bit. I'm going with a draw. Why is that? I think tactically both managers are going to have a strong mindset coming into this one. Holland is the, the clear favorite, or the clear uh, thought on everyone's mind in this game. How many is he going to score? Yeah. Not if he scores, but how many. Uh, I think United, when they are fired up, if we do get a goal, usually play very well, especially at the Etihad. 
so as long as we get a goal in this game it will be a draw yeah um i don't nobody major is going to be injured here um maybe harry Maguire will be out but i don't think he was going to get into the lineup anyway um marcus rashford uh, skipped out on the england matches so he will be fully fit here um man city side john stones um picked up a bit of a hamstring injury during the uh uefa nations league um, so he'll be with that there. And then Calvin Phillips as well, still out for City. So um, I'm going with City. I think just go with a square, square pick there. Um, they've won 28 of their last 35 in the league, scoring at least three in their last seven home matches. Uh, Man United, though, on a four-game win streak. But I think that sadly ends here. Um, we move on to the other match on Sunday. We have Leeds hosting Aston Villa. Uh, another one I see clear here. I think I go Leeds. I think they're coming off of a bit of a rough run as of lately, and I think this is a great matchup, and we'll put more pressure on Stevie G to uh, figure his things out at the at Aston Villa. I'm leaning towards Villa here. I think they play uh, teams with strong offenses well defensively. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you could disprove me with stat lines, but I mean, watching them play... City last year, and who was their game last week? The who, previous week? Aston Villa. For Villa, yeah. Um, I'm trying to find that, sorry. It was... If they, I remember correctly, they hung they, in there they pretty won, well. They won 1-0 over Southampton. Yep, they drew City 1-1. One, one. I, th I think they've, they'll come in with a strong defensive mindset, especially against Leeds, who's very high pressure, high tempo. I think they'll they'll counter them well and get the win here away. Yeah, the last two meetings was a 3-3 draw at Villa Park, and then at Ellen Road, Leeds lost 3-0. Um, so some payback is due, I believe. Um, Stuart Dallas and Furpo will be out. Rodrigo uh, potentially will make his return uh, in this game after not needing shoulder surgery for that dislocated shoulder. Um he, he's a big, he's a must for them. They need to get him back as well as Patrick Banford. But I think Aston Villa are just too wishy-washy at this point. And the back line, uh, they'll be without Matty Cash still. So I think that's enough for them to to miss out on, on earning any points here. Uh, and then finally, we close off on Monday, a Monday night football match. Uh, Leicester hosting Nottingham Forest, the bottom two clubs this so far at this point in the year. Um, where are we thinking here? Is Leicester going to get their first win, or is Nottingham Forest going to bounce back after uh, a poor run? I'm going to give Leicester the, the the benefit here. I think they need their first win desperately, and this is where they get it against uh, Forest. And this will be their first league meeting since '99, I believe, as well. So, in terms of match history, you don't really have much to go off of. But I think Leicester is due. Oh, they definitely are due. Yeah. But I think they'll get it here, and I think uh, you'll see a goal or two from Pats and Daka. Yeah, I think that's a strong bet right there. Um, he's been favored over Ianacho, and Vardy seems like he's faded out of the lineup for a bit. Um, Leicester have lost their last six in the league, while it's not in force, has lost their last four. Forrest conceded at least three goals in their last three matches. Um, Leicester, there's been over two and a half goals scored in seven of their last eight as well as they've conceded at least two goals in six of their last seven. Um, so potentially a high-scoring game. 
defense for both sides is going to be a big issue. Uh, but yeah, I think Leicester here get their first win. They have to, um, unless they want to sell and get rid of Rodgers. And I think this would be the match where he would get the sack if they don't get a win. So uh, yeah, that, that was a rapid fire episode there, about 16 minutes. Um, anything else you want to add? Any any um, locks you think this week, bet wise potentially? Um, Just I think you're head. you might be on the money with the Chelsea being the best lock. Other than that, I hope my United City pick is proven wrong and United get a win. But I stuck with the draw there to to remain neutral. Yeah, Don't Evan pick in favor of either team in that one. Yeah, this morning Evan said the odds for United to win was like plus six fifty, which is outrageous. I wanted that is pretty crazy. I would have thought it would have been at least like four fifty or something, give him a little bit of a chance. But I think that game's going to play closer than a lot of people think. I think United have figured yeah. things out a bit, and I think that run of form they have now has given them a lot of confidence. So um, I still think Holland's going to throw Martinez around like a doll, but yeah. Still, I think it'll be really close. Hopefully it'll be the most exciting of the week. It's shaping up to be. I mean, you don't you never know. The Leicester Forest game could be a, a slobber, the slobber knocker of the week. Yeah, we'll you see. never know. There could be eight goals in that. But, uh, yeah, thank you, guys. That concludes part two of episode 153. Like I said, um, head to part one and listen to that if you haven't already to hear Evan's side and his takes on the games. Um, like he said, we're going to push back that top five uh, perform best performers and worst performers of the seasons up to uh, the halfway point. We'll probably do that before the World Cup. Um, so that'll be then. Um, until then, well, I should say until next week, um, check us out on our socials at Post20Pod. Also, follow us on our streaming platforms on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, and yeah, other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, oh yeah, if you guys haven't listened already, check out the NFL show Evan does with Jeremy and some of the other guys that come on occasionally. Um, right now, we, we're going to go watch the rest of the Bengals-Miami game. Hopefully, um, our parlays hit. And yeah, thank you guys again. Take care. Bye-bye.